Epiphany Anglican Fellowship in Ligonier, Pennsylvania. The times were changing fast. Thirty-five years had passed since Jesus rose from the dead, and to John Mark, the world looked nothing like it did when he first heard the good news. Things were darker now and harder. Many of the original followers of Jesus, people who had seen the man face to face, had been reunited with him no longer a part of this world. Among the eleven original disciples, many had faced a martyr's death. James had been gone a long time, Herod had taken him out years ago. The Greeks got Philip in Egypt and the pagans got Matthew in Ethiopia. Thomas headed east as a missionary and hasn't come back yet. Everyone was getting older. If Jesus didn't come back and if things kept up as they had been, these early pillars of the church would soon leave this world behind. If that wasn't hard enough, Nero, the Roman emperor, seems hell-bent on destroying anyone and anything connected to Christianity or Judaism. Roman troops were in the process of putting down a rebellion led by Jewish revolutionaries back in the ancient homeland of that people. And the news Mark was hearing was not good. Tens of thousands are dead in the region of Galilee, the place where Jesus himself lived and ministered, and Jerusalem has been put to siege. Meanwhile, Peter and Paul are both in prison under Rome's Capitol Hill, awaiting a trial by Nero himself. Neither are likely to survive the tyrant's judgment. In the meantime, all John Mark can do is make sure they're comfortable. One day, as John Mark is visiting Peter to deliver food and supplies and letters, the elder apostle is once again sharing fantastical stories of his time as a disciple of Jesus. Well, fantastical to outsiders anyway. Healings and miracles happened in the church all the time. But what would come to the church once this first generation of Christians, the ones who had seen Jesus face to face, the ones who had lived and studied under the King of Heaven himself, what happens when they weren't around anymore? It struck John Mark that maybe it'd be a good idea to write down some of these stories. Who knows how much time Peter even had left before Nero would end his life. Maybe he could work with Peter and craft something to help this next generation of Christians stick to the apostles' teaching. Perhaps, John Mark thought, if future Christians had a more permanent version of Peter's teachings, his story, a version that could be copied and read aloud, a version that would remain after Peter's death, then the church would be prepared for a future without that first generation of disciples. Keep it short and to the point, John Mark thought, no frills, just an outline, a summary of who Jesus was and what makes him such a big deal, his death and resurrection, and outline what it costs to follow him. Who knows how long it will take until Jesus returns, but until then, if we could just get Peter's thoughts down on papyrus, the future of the church would be that much brighter. And so as John Mark returns to his apartment in Rome, he pulls out a pen and some ink and begins to take some notes. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Little did he know of the profound impact his writing would have on these early Christians, the greater church, and the entire world for thousands of years to come. Welcome to Learning from the Lion, Epiphany Anglican Fellowship's summer read-through of the Gospel of Mark. Over the next 13 weeks, we'll spend time as a congregation and a wider community reading through the first and the shortest of the four authorized biographies of Jesus of Nazareth. The book was written by John Mark, whose story we just dramatized, 
and it explores the life of Jesus from the perspective of Jesus' close disciple, Peter. If you want to follow along this summer, there are three ways you can join in. First, you can sign up for a weekly newsletter that will come to you in your email inbox. And each week you'll get an assigned weekly reading and an outline of what is in the reading. The second thing you can do is follow this podcast feed for short weekly insights on our readings, with an emphasis on making the whole Bible easier to read, not just the Gospel of Mark. Finally, third thing you can do is you can join us Sunday mornings for practical applications of how our weekly reading can make sense of everyday life in counterintuitive and fascinating ways. And if you can't make it Sunday mornings, stay tuned to this podcast feed. On Mondays, you'll find Sunday Sermon arrives here in audio form. For more information and to sign up, visit epiphanyligonier.org slash mark. We'll begin our weekly emails on May 29th. The sermons will start June 4th and continue through the middle of August. Engage at your own pace and learn more about how Mark's gospel changed the world and how it might could change your world too. Say grace for me. Say grace for me. Say grace for me. Epiphany Anglican Fellowship in Ligonier, Pennsylvania.